Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Billy, left footed. It's a cheeky one. Square! Hello and welcome to episode 201 of Back of the Net, the AFC Bournemouth podcast. My name's Sam Davis. My name's Tom Jordan. And it was an exciting weekend at the Brentford Community Stadium. Myself and Tom, we're going to get into it very shortly, but right outside the stadium was Ben Phillips making his debut on fan cams. You can watch them on YouTube or listen to them right now. Right, so Brentford scored late on in a tool draw at the Brentford Community Stadium. Uh, yeah, it, it, it stings late on, but... What, what, what did you make of it? Yeah, I thought we played well. Uh, good first half. First 15 minutes were a little bit slow. Got into it. And we played press really hard. Uh, it was good. A lot of uh, pressing, which is great. Second half, they were, uh, I think they were a little bit more jaded because obviously they put a lot of effort into that first yeah. half. But uh, brilliant, uh, brilliant second goal. And uh, the team worked really hard, but it was just gutting. It, you know, the last three minutes, uh, I mean, right at the beginning, we'd have been pleased with the point, but 100%. it just takes the edge off. But I'm, I'm still pleased with it because yeah. I thought they worked really hard, but it's just the way it came at the last minute. Yeah, all. 100%. I completely agree with that. If, 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 if you were to say a man of man the match for, for that game? Well, I thought Christie worked really hard, but yeah. he just can't put the ball in the back of the net. But mm. he's, he's all over the place and slanky as usual. Yeah. Uh, but I think it was a pretty good team effort, to be yeah. honest. I think they played really well and uh, yeah. fair play to them. Yeah, I, 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 I would say that's a fair representation of the game from a non-biased point of view. So, yeah, thank you. Cheers, mate. Cool. Cheers. Are you right? Yeah, good. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Thank you. What, what, what did you make of the late goal? 
That was heartbreaking, but I haven't got a bad word to say about the players today. All of them dead on their feet, incredible performers. Everyone come into this, they'd have said, we'll take a point. Yeah. And if being honest, they had the better chances, they had the miss of the season. That was dreadful. Oh, yeah. Lewis Potter. But mm. it's not It's not dreadful. Not 100%, dreadful. yeah. If, if What did you make like, of Brentford's like, the kind of way they went about the game? Do you think that... Wow, they were I, they were very underwhelming. I yeah. thought they'd come... What did they get? Ninth last season? They beat Man City here. Yeah. Um, they were offered nothing. And with the subs... Hammer Traore, I did want him on. I was saying the subs are doing nothing, Brooks and Tavernier, yeah. and they go and get a goal and assist. So mm. don't mind it, but it's gutting. But I'll take yeah. a 2 2. I'll yeah. take a 2 2. Fair enough. Other chairs. Yeah, other cherries. Well, Andy, you alright? Yeah, good, good. Cheers. What would you say, like, so I've, uh, a lot of fans in there were kind of scapegoating Philip Billing and Slanky throughout the game. Would you say that that was fair of them? Or? I thought Billing, consider, yeah. he, Billing was my man of the match, I thought, considering mm-hmm. he's playing in a role that's not well suited to him, it's not getting the best out of his game, he doesn't look like a goal threat that he has been, but yeah. I think he worked tirelessly in that midfield. Mm. It's a hard job in there because Brentford are physical and yeah. Billing displayed a side of his game that I don't think I've seen before because he mm. was prepared to put his body in there a little bit, yeah. he wasn't loping around like he sometimes does, so I thought he did all right. I think we just ran out of steam a little bit at the 100%. end. Yeah. yeah, but as, as Iriola said like earlier on in the season that he's we're still not quite up to 100% fitness, so that, that tough work in the heat today, I, I think, will provide us with a lot of optimism going into the future games. So, yeah, what, what, what do you make of the season so far as a, as a start? Yeah, I think today was the first real barometer of where we are. We all came here in January and it was freezing cold and we were dreadful and that was the end of six losses on the spin. And that was a low point of last season. Today we're walking out thinking we've got a draw. It's quite positive. We could have won. Mm-hmm. Um, and Brentford are supposedly established and, and doing well in the division. Exactly. I think they're not quite the team they were last year, but I think mm. we're definitely taking steps forward. 100%. Um, so, yeah, I feel, I feel positive. That's good. Good right. to see. Fans are positive. Cheers. That's good. Charlie, you come. Oh. Right. See you later, mate. Have a good one. Billy Day. Oh, the one and only. What were we saying after that? Look, I don't want to sit there and moan about, oh, oh we were poor just because we, we didn't win the game, but. We were okay. We're still in progression. It was, yeah. it was much better than Spurs last week. Yeah. It was a lot better than West Ham. Yeah. Should we say? I, but, yeah, um, I, I would say. Well. I think um, obviously that that cup win yeah. gave us the booster. Kirkes yeah. is brilliant. Oh, he's, yeah, he's apart from the mistake, he, he's he's been amazing. He's only nineteen. And and, and his friend over the other side, uh, oh, Max Aaron's. That's it, thank Max you. Max Aaron's, yeah. <laughs> I'm he, still getting good. used to all the new names. <laughs> hey, but, uh, too many pe- too many but, people come in. It's just like a whole new squad. Just nullifies a lot of their threat. The two of them might have you and Lewis Cook. I'm at my man of the match, I think, I, I can't split them. Lewis Cook and Phil Bill. Fair enough. Phil Bill was, uh, well, our lot was going, go on, get into him, get into him. Exactly what he was. He was getting into him and yeah. giving him loads of problems and what have you. All I regret was, we was on uh, Sam's uh, blog earlier on and we predicted a draw. Okay, was it? Right? I hate being got, right. <laughs> no, we were right, but yeah. we did say one all. Yeah. But that was a cracking game of football. I'm going no map oh. here. I, I, I'll take it today. I thought a point, a point yeah. to point. Yeah. We move on. I know, I know, throw it in. We've got the international that, break. Yeah, throw and it in that's now. six minutes. Oh, I oh said is it, it, is it six minutes? Would you say six minutes? Yes, yeah, squeaky oh, bum time, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. I literally said as yeah. soon as the six, I was like, they're going to score for me. I called he it. He put that in because of uh, Neto. Yeah, that's true. why. But, that's why he did that. But, well, uh, at least I don't have to come back to this. We've got Chelsea next. Who's just. Slept up against uh, Forest, 
I, I, I would say we're no worse than Forest, so what, there's no, no, no reason why we can't go and get something. Well, 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 exactly. Bit of, a bit of optimism. Let's give it yeah, yeah, bit of optimism. Go. Look at that. Yeah. We've conceded late on and we're optimistic. We're going in the right direction. <laughs> oh, I always, he's always a pessimist and I'm the optimist. We're going down. We're going down. No, we're not. We're going down. All right, cool. Tiggs. You're right. Yeah, I've been upgraded. What have you? Yeah, come along. Look at that. We've conceded a late goal and we're feeling positive. Yeah. Again, I've said it how many times, but it is the right direction. I would say. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. I didn't didn't start very well. I'm sure people have already talked about that, but yeah, lots of positives to take from it. Yeah. On the other hand, you kind of look at the result and you can say, well, you know, you look at the opportunities that Brentford actually had. Yeah. To an open goal. And we managed to get away with those, didn't we? So I can't feel too disheartened by it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely building towards something. Definitely Ira. I, I can't get his name right now. Iraola. Iraola. Been singing it all the game. Mm. Era has slightly started properly now, I think, after the win at Swansea and now this. It's good. It's good. We're moving. Yeah. We're moving in the right direction. And when you look at the fixtures that we've had, what can you expect? Really? Exactly. Exactly. You really can expect, yeah. But um, no, enjoyed the game. Yeah. Hoping for more. And uh, what, well, international break now? It's time, time to regroup, get more players back. Again, only way is up. I'll tell you what, I was surprised. I was surprised to see Tav. Mm. That completely but caught me a, off guard. A good surprise, seeing as he didn't, didn't get injured either. It's, no, it's all right. Yeah, made a lung-busting lung run. Yeah. Exactly. So he's, he, he is mobile, he is back, and at the moment he has not made a wheat bix so it's all right. <laughs> it's good, yeah, it's exactly. good. Good. Okay. All right, thanks, Tiggs. Thanks, Steve. And the kids. Hello, Steve and the kids, hello. How are you doing? Hi. Oh, uh, what are you thinking? Are you, are you positive, negative? I'm not completely negative. I'm a little bit flat, obviously, because yeah. of the manner of it, the way it, the way it panned out. Um, but they 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 did have far more chances than us, 100%. and we did ride our luck big time. Yeah. But there was positives to take out of that game. As far as I can see, the, the system's improving yeah. week on week. We're getting some of our players back. It's good to see Tab back on the grass. Brooksy yeah. chipping in with a goal. Yeah. And Dom taking his chances. I'm sure people spoke about it all right uh, already, but he's, um, you know, a couple of weeks ago he was kind of pondering on it. Now mm. he's sort of shifting it and hitting it. Yeah. Uh, Christie was fantastic today. Yeah. Thought he was everywhere. My man of the match, personally. And yeah, it's positive. So I mean, we got a point here. Didn't get that last season. So yeah. good signs. Exactly. So um, Adam, what? Who, who would you say your man of the match was today? Christie. Christie. I, I like that. Ben, your man of the match. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of shouts, but. Oh, Christie as well, probably. Exactly, yeah. Ryan Christie. Mate, mate, that's why Iriola knows more than us, because Christie started ahead of trial rate, and it, it, it proved to work. So I, I would say fair play to Iriola. Yeah. Thanks, mate. See Thank you next Thank week. Thank you. So Bournemouth were involved in an absorbing clash at the GTEC Community Stadium. It was 2 all against the Bees. They scored early, they scored late, but in between... There's so much to talk about. And it's a really interesting fan dynamic at the end of the game, mate, because I suspect both fans were feeling aggrieved, both sets of supporters, because Bournemouth fans, were, we were we were leading for, what, 18, 19 minutes, just on the cusp of our first win. But Brentford, when you look at the stats, they did dominate that. But also it felt like we had the lion's share of parts of the game as well. It was such a weird one. It was a weird one. And like you say, both will feel aggrieved because of what you just mentioned. And then equally, you could spin it and say both fans have been relieved because we they hit the post loads of times, so we should be relieved to get a point. And they, even though they they had the better chances, will be going well on ninety three minutes. We were losing, so they'll take the draw at that point. But yeah, it was just one. I don't. Um, it's weird that when you're in the stadium, I felt that um, it was probably more even than than it obviously turned out to be when you look back. 
But I guess that's just because the, the ones off the woodwork and that are, are much clearer chances. But in the actual general play, I felt like as much as they were on top for large part, we always had a threat when we got the ball and when we broke on them, which was nice to see. I think, um, you know, last season, for example, there were so many times where the other team would have the lion's share of possession, but it was more that we couldn't hurt them in transition, whereas I felt like we did that every time we got forward, to be honest. So um, that was promising and it was an enjoyable football match. And I think um, both managers said it after that it was two teams that were were trying to win a game, two teams that were going for it. And that, yeah, that's why it didn't surprise me those goals. We're starting to see an identity coming through now, I think. And if you if you scratch the surface, there are some Bournemouth fans that are maybe disappointed with it. But when you look underneath and look at some of the good things that happened on the pitch and some of the patterns of play, it's actually very exciting. But I think we've got to accept that these kind of games are going to happen more and more under Andoni Ariola because yeah. it is going to be that chaotic football. So... I'm all for it if it's games like that, but equally, I think we could go into matches where we'll get smashed. Maybe. We could go into games where we also smash the opposition too. Yeah, no, exactly. And um, don't want to always go back to it, but when we first came up with Eddie, there was there was things like that, weren't there, where we'd get some good wins, but we might take a few beatings just because of the quality. You know, you think if we're playing the way we are now, say, against Man City is the obvious example. If they take all their chances, they could have a lot of chances. Um, yeah, so, so that will be the case. But yeah, I enjoyed it. And I think... You've only got to look at this small sample size we've got of this season. The Brentford haven't lost a game. They're very, very strong at home. We all know, for example, rightly so, Tottenham are getting a lot of praise at the moment. Well, they went there and drew the exact same scoreline, 2-2. And there wasn't a lot of differences in the two games, really, having watched that Tottenham game. So, yeah, there's a lot of... In every game, I feel like there's slight improvements in certain areas. We're, we're always going to be learning and building together with... I mean, fixtures has been horrible. We haven't played a team that have lost yet. Injuries are horrible. New signings aren't ready yet. We've gone from one extreme to the other in terms of our style. So I've got two points and then four. I, I know it's annoying because you can't, oh, we haven't got that first win. But in really, if you look at it, you go, that's not bad. It's slow progression, but there are, you know, there are small steps, I think. And um, yeah, yeah, I've I've been I've been pretty happy mate, with what I've seen so far. And like I say, I really enjoyed it. So we're pleased to announce uh, this season back in the net is sponsored by Green King Sport where football is more than a game. Green King Sport, their news are showing every single televised Bournemouth fixture over the 23-24 season. And with 900 sports pubs across the UK, it doesn't matter whether you're in Bournemouth or Barnsley or in certain other places. Burton. Burton. Love that from you. Great club. You can catch every single minute of the action there. Yes, yeah, so keep an eye out during the season for events, offers, content and competitions that put you that bit closer to the action. Of course, we've been on TNT already this season and there's going to be a number of matches where we're televised on either that, Sky Sports, Amazon, etc. So the next best thing, if you can't get to a game, is to catch it at a Green King sport pub. So, Tom, you made a good point just before that about the teams that we played so far mm. and they are all inside the top heading yeah, places, pretty much. Yeah, near, near enough. That's yeah. right. And... Also, when you compare them to the results we had against them last season, yeah. you know, we're up on that as well. Yeah, um, top of my head. Yeah, 4-0, we lost to West Ham at yeah. uh, home. 9-0, uh, we lost to Liverpool. 3-2, we lost to Tottenham. And 2-0 at yeah. Brentford. So, yeah, a lot a lot of improvements in in that sense for sure. And like, like we've mentioned enough, mate, they're, they're all really, really good sides that, we, that we've played. And I think West Ham have won every game apart yeah. against us. Incredible, but... Yeah, it's um, we knew it was going to be a tough start on on paper, and we know we're still not quite out of that yet. I think the next three um, 
Chelsea, obviously, just because of the caliber of players they got. Not they started well, and then I think it's uh, Brighton and Arsenal, isn't it? So we all knew that this would be a be a tough way. It's almost better to kind of get them tough fixtures out. We're learning with games that would have been tough anyway, and then when we get into them fixtures that hopefully feel more winnable, we would have learned a lot. I think from you know not just games but also training. So yeah, no, it's we knew it would be a tough start, mate. But I think performance wise. It's it's been it's been more positives than negatives, I'd say. Yeah, absolutely. And for those who've watched the match day vlog on YouTube, you'd have seen us touched on the Friday news of the signing of Lewis Inestera. But for people who haven't seen that, or people who are listening on the audio pod, Tom, mm. obviously our transfer window concluded overall superb transfer window for us. But Friday brought some some rumours and conjecture: Kiefer Moore going, maybe Pat and Daka coming in, and. All these rumours going around. And then late on, it turned that um, Lewis Sinistera mm. from Leeds United, the winger, is joining us on loan with, with an option to buy by the sounds of it. But surprisingly to us, Jamie Hunty mm. going the other way. Yeah. That, that did take me by surprise. It did. I think that's obviously something that at the last minute they really wanted Sinistera. And I guess Leeds have gone, we need someone um, in return. And he was the lowest in the pecking order, I guess, in terms of wingers. So, yeah, I feel for Jadon because he's played a large part already. Was, yeah, and he played a big part last season. And, yeah, it'd be interesting. I'm sure they've had discussions with, with Andoni, but... I hope they have. I hope they have because it, it felt to me like Andoni really liked him. He was certainly giving him more minutes than, than Brooksy and Clover early on um, and liked the colour combination he has and the work rain. He's got a good press about him as well. I think it was overlooked at Anfield that them opening kind of five, ten minutes where we were brilliant, it all come from, from Jadon. Um, disallowed goal... Allison coming out and then getting sent off, etc. But yeah, I think it was a weird one because Sinistera is clearly the the better player than say Daka has proven it more. Sinistera is a really high caliber of player, but I think for what we needed, we probably could have done with Daka more yeah. in terms of just a bit more competition for Dom. I think it's a weird one, isn't it? Because I think for what we need, Daka in more out alone would have probably been better. But in terms of the quality of player, I think Sinistera is just that that level up from what from little bits I've seen, and um, obviously what what other fans say. But hopefully he'll he'll remain fit because his injury record is not particularly great, is it? And Jane Anthony, I was saying to a Leeds fan on the Just Joe Football Channel, I provided five minutes of Jade and Anthony insight to him, and um, he's rarely been injured for more than a week or two. His his injury record is exceptional, whereas. Sinistera, not so much. Uh, yeah, you can just go alongside Tyler Adams, Alex Scott, Ryan Fredericks, all that. Yeah, it's um, yeah, one of them things. Hopefully, we can keep him keep him fit, as you say, mate. Because yeah, a lot of the Leeds fans are saying he is he's Champions League quality if he stayed fit. Um, so yeah, they, they were gutted, but it was nice to see just having a little look when Jaden was unveiled that the Leeds fans, you know, despite what we may think of them to some degree, they're not all bad, and a lot of them were saying, you know, look, it's happened now. We've got to get behind Jaden, and I think. Jaden should know, you know, put aside all our kind of conflicts with Leeds, they've got hell of a support, especially at home. And if he fights for the shirt, as we know Jaden does, I think the fans are all really warm to him because he gives us all, doesn't he? You can never doubt that from Jaden. And I think if he can start, get a few get a few early goals, early goal involvements, I think they'll really like him. And listen, he's, he's, played, he's played in the championship and he's got promoted. So, you know, he's been there and done it. So, you know, I think both teams might look at it and it'd be all right. I think it looks like there might be some sort of clause where... If Leeds get promoted, then we can't sign Sinistera. So it makes sense. But they've got no option to sign Jaden. So as long as he wasn't too annoyed, 
and then um, we'll have him back. But yeah, Sinister are a top player, mate, so I'm really excited to see him. And then Kiefer Moore was linked with Millwall, but it seemed like he didn't fancy it. And some people suggested that the fact that he changed his mind on that or whatever transpired meant that uh, meant the Dax, Patson Dacker couldn't come in, but apparently wasn't related. Yeah. It didn't it didn't correspond. But I wonder with that, like why he did change his mind. And I sort of said on the on the WhatsApp group that we're in. I, Maybe he's not aware because it's not one of the Derby rivalries, but Cardiff and Millwall is a historical rivalry that's yeah. very, very tense. Mm. They'd have to travel in bubbles or anything. However, it really is quite bad. And I just wonder whether Kiefer Moore was maybe oblivious to that. And then a few of his Cardiff boyos had a word in his ear saying, do you, do you realise your legend yeah. status will be affected if you make this move? And he probably thought, maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe. Uh, who, know, who knows? No, maybe. I, I, I'm... More on the side that I think the Dakar one fell through, so then we kept more. Because even if, say, say um, you know, uh, for argument's sake, that your point's correct and he said, I don't want to go to Millwall. But if we had got Dakar in, we could have contacted every single championship club they'd have taken Kiefer Moore on. Like, Cardiff would have taken it in. I think Norwich were looking at him. It was, I think Millwall, it was, it was either to do with financially, all um, game time, whatever. They offered him all the best package it seemed like, and that's why he was going that way. But... If we had got Dakar in, I think we would have offered Kiefer Moore out to a lot of clubs. I think because Patson wasn't coming in, we couldn't afford to let Kiefer go. And we couldn't. As much as, um, you know, we're not sure how big a part he'll play or if he's ready for this level, we couldn't have let Kiefer Moore go without a replacement. Not at all. Um, having said that, I do think Touchwood, nothing does happen to Dom. But if it were to, I believe we're more likely to play Semenyo through the middle. Yeah. Rather than Kiefer, I still think it'll be a plan B and I wouldn't be shocked if he went out in January. But up until then... He's got, you know, he's got well side that he wants to stay in that squad. Of course. He'll come off the bench and he'll do it. I, you can never doubt that Keith has never given us all for the football club. Uh, oh, bloody good memories, by the way, whatever happens. I was saying to you that if, mm. if the game had gone differently, I, I I said to you that I wouldn't be surprised that Kiefer Moore, who we were willing to let go yesterday, comes on at some point today. Yeah. But the game didn't work out like that. We always know when Kiefer comes on. The team was named anyway at two o'clock and Tom had it bang on the money apart from... Jade Nancy, but you couldn't have predicted that, mate. So basically, you got 11 out of 11 on our preview. It's so annoying because I'm not having that because, you know, I want to get it spot on. But yeah, if we had literally just randomly decided to do it again because of the Jaden news, I, I know, I'm, whether you believe me or not, I would have just put Clive in and say, yeah, yeah a bit annoyed about that. And then theirs was just the one, Ben Lee for Collins, who started all the other games. So yeah, a bit gutted about that. But yeah, that's kind of what I expected with the Jaden news. Um, we both said, didn't we? And when we discussed it, that. I don't know why it just felt like maybe it was from the Swansea game. It felt like this was the time that Lewis was going to come in for Joe. I don't really. It just felt like the few little sub appearances that Lewis made. Um, he looked sharper than I expected. So I thought, actually, I wonder if he will come in. And as much as Rothwell's done a good job, I think in that role, Lewis is slightly better suited to it than, than Rothwell. So I was happy with that. And I thought Lewis did okay, considering he's not that, that type of player. I thought he'd done all right in the game. Can we just talk about Neto? We can. So, I said on a show last season, and I'm not trying to say I told you so, because it was on a show that we did in the, in the studio at the time with Jack Tanner, maybe? Yes. On unpopular AFC Ball with Opinions. And one of them, I said, you know, Travers, um, sorry, Neto is no better than Travers. And in, in many ways, it was tongue-in-cheek, and that then translated over to Twitter with people replying to me and stuff and saying you know you on drugs like take a look at his shot stopping ratio etc but last season it always felt like he had he had an error in him that somehow we would 
somehow get away with. And we've seen that this season with Spurs, for instance, when he tries to find Max Aarons only to find James Madison or whoever it was for Spurs, who then Son nearly got a shot away on goal. But thankfully, we weren't punished there. He made up for that. This goal that we conceded in the sixth minute at Brentford, it's all his fault. And that's like, not me being... Um, I'm not trying to criticise him too much, but it is. That, that's just what happened. I mean, firstly, the you know the, the sort of cross came in that he... I don't know if he could have done better with, but he just got his fingertips on it and it ran outside the penalty box. And he sillily then the, brings down, mm. uh, yeah, the Brentford left-sided uh, player. And it's, it's so annoying when the free kick comes in and he was hit at pace, it was hit at power. But his positioning was not particularly good and that's not the first time we've seen that. Yeah, I think if you're not a, a Bournemouth fan, you're watching this, maybe a Brentford fan, you probably think, oh, they're a bit harsh. Either one, no, this has happened a few times where he's been over his line, um, behind his line, sorry, um, and saved it when the ball's already in. I think, yeah, we'll, we'll caveat it quickly before we get onto it in the sense that I will always say, actually, one of Gary O'Neill's best ever decisions as a Bournemouth manager was bringing Neto in and making him captain. Absolutely. Um, he, he was, yes, there were still errors in there, which I'm sure we'll get on to, but his leadership qualities, I think the language thing, that he can speak a few languages, but just the fact that his age and his experience, he's played for some big football clubs, and I think at that time, it wasn't necessarily Travis's fault, but we needed some calm yeah. defensively. We let in nine, we needed to, and they weren't really Travis's fault, any of the nine, really, maybe one or two. Um, he could have done better, but Neto coming, calmed everything down, and he was brilliant for us. Yeah. Um, was was in the talk for all the player of season awards, and rightly so. So we'll caveat with that for sure. But we said it on the literally the last second look show we did with the Madison thing, and is he getting away with certain bits? And yeah, the this in particular, Ben White at the Emirates last season to make it two two. Yeah, he was. I didn't realize it went in from our end. No, I didn't. He but he was behind his line, saved it when it's already in. Yeah. So he uh, it into the side net or something. Yeah. Um, and then Matoma at Brighton, the 1-0, he's too far back. So when he goes to save it, the ball's already in. He can't get it back out of the goal. Um, and yeah, like I said that when he first came into the, the side, we won virtually a year ago to the day. We won at Nottingham Forest, 3-2, amazing win, 2-0 down. Blah, blah, blah. And I remember in that game, last minute, it comes up and he just drops a ball and our knee scuffs it and it goes over the bar and he should score. And there was a few times, as I say, we spoke about it on the last second look, where he is making errors nearly every game, near the back of the last season as well, but they're not being punished, fortunately. Um, and this time he got punished. He got punished big time. And listen, he's experienced enough to, to put this behind him and he'll know he's had a bad game there. We saw it with the, when we got the second goal. His, his reaction was a man of a bit of relief as well as joy. But he'll be, he'll be fine. And I don't want Neto to be dropped, anything like that. But it's just something you've got to talk about because he's he's made a few of these errors now, especially behind the line stuff. And it's for your skipper, your experienced player, to give them a head start after less than 10 minutes was was concerning. Um, yeah, a little bit of a worry. A little bit of a worry. When, when Jensen fired in, I think what he thought was the ball was going to be crossed in, which, which cool. he probably would. So his weight was almost planted on his left foot, ready to jump. But I think he'd, he'd almost decided in his head that that was what was going to happen. And when it was whipped in... He sort of, you know, because his weight was planting on his left foot, he couldn't really get his body over to the right-hand side. And it was really, it it was really poor. And I, I said to you, I texted you on the, on the, on the Sunday mm. when Crystal Palace had a free kick in exactly the same position and they did exactly the same thing. 
but Jose Sarr was obviously, you know, reading it better. So I don't know. It's um, he's shown a little bit of vulnerability at the moment. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I agree with that uh, for sure. I think he's probably. I'm just trying to think of the the reason for it. He's probably thinking he knows our set piece record and we're not great at it. And unfortunately, he's probably tried to judge it early to think I'll give us an advantage here. because when he crosses it, I'll be one step ahead, can come out and help the defence, punch it, catch it, whatever. But Jensen, to his credit, has um has spotted that in my opinion, has spotted his position and had a go. Um, and yeah, the technique's brilliant, you know. So you know that, that can't be um you know forgotten. But yeah, Neto's got a bounce back from that. And hopefully, like you say, a few kind of errors in a few games now. Um, that one polished. I'm sure he's a, the type of goalkeeper that will that will try and put that right. So we were all wondering whether the goal was given because everyone was in uproar. It seemed, and what it turned out to be the case is that Bobby Madley's watch wasn't working, but there were the others that the fourth official. Yeah, because the fourth official has one. I think the assistant referees have one as well. And theirs beeped, his doesn't, either the battery went or something, I don't know. But they went and swapped, I think. Yeah, in the end it was given. It looked like uh, we were uh, glancing at Twitter through the game. We thought that Tommy Alfred might have got sent off. Sent off. That's what it looked like anyway. But it, it turns out he was just giving himself a breather. He said, he, yeah, before he was sent off, but he apparently just walked down the title to calm down. Love that, Tommy. But um, yeah, I could see in the heat of the moment, you're all kicking off because you go, yeah. well, what if his watch ain't gone off? But obviously it transpires. It was one of the things that was clearly over. But yeah, this disappointed way to start the game, and then I thought we're going to be in for a long day. But when you want a reaction, I think the ball players did tend to give it. Uh, you know that. But amid our brilliant football at times, also came Brentford chances. And Dom Dom was working hard, mate. I mean, he but he's so isolated up there that that run he makes where he's almost running diagonally yeah. across the pitch and. Played on his own. He was going nowhere. He, he was going nowhere, really. I mean, he was trying to sort of drive forward with the ball, but he had no option. No. I felt like, to be fair, after that, I remember the moment um, that you're talking about, and he, we kind of broke away, and he's thinking, I've got to beat these two men on my own to the only chance. There's no one near him. Um, but then I felt that literally after, I don't know if it was just coincidence, but after that, then I felt like we started getting bodies close to him. I don't know if that was a conscious thing, that we saw that run, because then I think, like, Christie in particular was then trying to get a little bit close to him driving and, and Clive that was coming in and Semenya on the other side. So are you about are you talking about Christie driving forward? Yes. With well, with a jinky run maybe yeah. later on. Yes, I am. And well, oh, so frustrating that was. Don was in the way. It was it, it, it was like watching Prime Lionel Messi just yeah. dance through. And I've got a feeling that had it gone in, VAR might have decided that Don was offside. I d I don't know yeah, but sure. In my mind, right, I know that Ryan Christie favours his left foot, but he's got to take that on his right. I don't care that perfect, perfect. Like Charlie Daniels was like this. He always. He, he he would do anything to avoid hitting the ball with his right foot. Left footers are definitely more like that, I think. Yeah, but, but there's no excuse. There's no excuse. Yeah. Just hit it. Just hit it. Honestly, his numbers could be amazing. I know. He almost needs like a sports psychologist or whatever, just, or a hypnotist, just to be like, no, just go for it. Right foot, left foot, whatever. Head, any part of the body. Just got the winner in the week as well. It, it was brilliant to see. and But you know Great what? Point. It was, And we're not we're not berating Christie because he was probably many people's man of the match. He was mine. He was mine. Um, and it's so clear now how, how pivotal he is to this football team. Yeah. And how quickly that's changed. Because last season, everyone was like, oh, I don't know whether she'd be included. Now, yeah, you know, I would say necessarily first name on the team sheet. However, he's a he's a crucial name. Yeah, I, I I saw before the game a lot of 
people as you do like on Twitter, you do your 11 you want to see and so many without Christian. I thought you are joking. Mm. He's been unbelievable this season and um, I appreciate the number side of things. But yeah, he's been great, especially in the way that Irola wants us to play. And I think it sometimes it only takes a tweak. So we all talk about the what Woodgate did with Billing um, and that little tweak that seems to change everything. And I think this little tweak from putting him centrally, he, let's be honest, 90% of his Bournemouth crews play like on that right-hand side. And he's, I've always felt he gives us all, etc. But putting him in that role in this system is is just, he loves it. He loves it. You can tell that. He's brilliant. I can't believe, he has to come off every game because you just think, you cannot keep going. Right? It's, but yeah, credit to him. And that one, a really good run. But as you say, I think he, even though Dom, you know, gets in his way, he should probably take it a little bit earlier. But yeah, I thought he was brilliant for our mate, causing problems. And as I say, the one that was trying to get closer to Dom as well. I really hope, I really hope he's enjoying his football at the moment because he looks like he is and he's thriving because of... I need him to sign that contract as well, by the way. Yeah, we do. And I think, like, it seems like his position's now been decided and he's looking good in it. Just I want to see him, you know, getting the numbers, getting more assists and just shoot with him right there. But you know what? I think he's and what I think pretty Andoni's favourite. Yeah, he could be. He could so be. Yeah. he bought him on obviously at Swansea right at the end when he went off the game. He's obviously the way he presses is what Andoni loves. We know that. And I always I think back now when you see how well Chris is playing to that Lorian friendly, which was the last friendly, and he won in the squad. Yeah. And he said, "Oh, is Chris injured?" And he went, "No, but he could have played today, and he wanted to play, but I didn't want to risk it." Yeah. But everyone else he risked, and I think he. I think he knows how pivotal he is, especially to the style, especially to, if you're trying to implement a new style and you know it's going to take everyone time, if you've got one that you think he just gets it, forget about the quality and the goals, if there's one that gets it, he's going to think, right, he's going to trigger the press, etc, etc, and I think that's what's been so great to see, so yeah, delighted for Christy because he's had his critics, and myself included, I think everyone included, really. So it's it's great to be able to kind of take your hat off to him and go, you've been brilliant so far, mate. For all our criticisms of Neto earlier, he, he made up for it when yeah. when Sade got the better of Aaron's. He, he was one-on-one and he just tried to side foot it to the left of Neto, but it was his leg or something, just get something on it. And he they hit the post for the first of three times in the game. Uh, but, you know, Brentford were showing those moments, but we were as well. Christie was getting forward, worked a shot, not, not dissimilar to the same position as he scored at Swansea, actually. And dragged left side, just dragged it wide. But harem scarem game, mate, and his fans. I mean, I was loving it, mate. I mean, neutrals would have been loving it more, I'm sure. Yes, it was. Um, it felt a bit basketball matching, and it? it was great. Uh, two teams really going for it, as I say. But yeah, it was. I remember saying to you, if you watch this, I always go down 38 minutes, little superstition, go down at half time, and. Um, I remember so many times last season, going, oh, is it time now? And it was like 22 minutes. I've been so dull. And now I'm going, oh, bloody hell, I'm going to go down now yeah, for superstition. Yeah. Like, because it's so enjoyable. You can't take your eyes off. It's brilliant. It's really, uh, really, really good. And yes, you, you're you going to get caught now and again. But the thing was, Brentford were getting caught as well, particularly in that first half. And it was really end to end. It was really, really good fun. And yeah, and I thought in that heat as well, I thought, God, them players are giving it all out there from both sets of teams. Some real um, athletic, energetic players everywhere um and you know they're you know as much as he's not that likable in my opinion thomas frank's got that that team well coached very well coached and they all know their jobs as well and talk about thomas frank later i'm sad because there are a few opinions that ruffled some ball with feathers at full time we'll we'll talk about that later but to me it just seemed as though both defenses were playing a very high line so we're getting caught out but they were as well and it's that ball over the top that 
found Solanke, really good run where he peeled off and he had he had sort of one, maybe two men to beat. And it was one of them I thought this is going to pan out the same yeah. as the first one. But then he just takes the keeper by surprise by hitting it early to his near post and just casually wheeling away the celebration. But what a moment that was. It just shows that Don can score in those moments. It's not always going to end in failure. That was a really good goal, that. Yeah, that was that was a brilliant goal. I think back in the last season, I think he probably runs down the line and their player ushers him out when we get a corner or something. Um Seemed a little bit more confident, which was great to see. Um, but again, he was isolated. He was isolated for that one, but that was a... It was a long ball. Yeah. Top. And Celesi, who I didn't actually think had a good game. Um, I think he's had two sloppier games, um, Swansea on this one. But great ball. And he has got that about him, uh, the way he plays out. But also, shout out, because we're going to be talking about him in a lesser light later for that Kirkus tackle, which is why we get the ball back. He makes a crunching tackle, as he does. Celesi plays the ball. And yeah, Dom's on his bike straight away, as expected. But... Takes it really coolly. I thought that was the only way he could do it was cut it and then go back to that near post. Um, really well finished. And, oh, I love them moments where I love them. See, then, and we nearly, nearly scored again. Now, you didn't see this. No, I didn't know. You didn't see it because it wasn't included on Match of the Day, but their keeper, Flecken, just, he um, he tried to punch He was out. also a little bit shaky, I think. He was. He looked like a new keeper, which he is. He'll probably be fine. But, yeah, he looked a little bit shaky. The you know, ball came in. He tried to punch it clear, but it sort of came off the wrong part of his knuckle or his glove, and then it found Semenyo, who just needed to... His header went... I don't know, in in that circumstance, he should have just nodded it and like looped a header over, but he headed it down, it was saved by the keeper, and that was a a big chance, a big chance. It was, yeah, looking back on that, I thought, it's a difficult one, because I don't think... I think it comes so quickly and it's not to be expected. I think Semenyo just thinks, I just need to get on target. It's kind of the right... He gets on target to his credit, and it's very close, actually, and just... Sneaking under his foot, it was only single his yeah. foot, didn't he? But um, yeah, big moment right on half time, mate. That would have been unbelievable to go in at the break of hands. But I was well happy. Like I say, it was an enjoyable half, and I, f- I actually felt in the first half we'd we'd done enough to be level, definitely. Well, but, funny you should say that because at, at half time the shots chalkboard shows us ahead. Okay, we had we had more shots seven to their six. It does change. Yeah, of course. In the second half, they registered 21 in take. Yeah. So we added only three more, one of which went in. Um, do shots on target... Like, tell me, when a team hits the post, does that register as a shot on target in the stats? I think it does. It does. I think it does. It's kind of on target. Yeah, difficult. I don't, I, yeah, I'm not sure if that's on or off. I'm not sure. Someone will let us know yeah. in the comments, I'm sure. Because I think on some sort... I don't know what the official stat is, because I think on some whether it be kind of betting apps or for different kind of stat-based kind of websites, I think some of them are actually different. Yeah. So I'm not sure what the official thing is. But yeah, they um they certainly... I, I expected that to happen second half. They're the home team. They don't lose at home. And I thought they would get stronger. And I thought, as we've seen lately, we are tiring. We are definitely tiring with this press. And I felt I felt they'd come on strong and cause problems. But I always had that thing in my head that we're going we're gonna to catch them as well. Yeah. We will catch them. If you ever want some more detailed stats, afcb.co.uk is a place to go because they've got this rundown where it shows you on target, off target, and woodwork as well. No, I think it is free. And also big chances as well. And that's the thing. I felt as though we had a few big chances in that half as well. And really, we had a couple in the second, but then so did they, including Mbwemo. Oh, were you were you there to see this one? Just saw it as and coming out. It fell to him on his left foot. How he didn't hit the target, I do not know. 
Sanessi's sloppy, by the way. Absolute let off. And yeah, you're right, Sanessi there. Yeah, he was a bit sloppy, a bit kind of off balance, wasn't he? And uh, Webo's been, obviously, as we saw later, he's been quite clinical um, so far this season. So you would have backed him there. He's just trying to get that bottom corner and for some reason he's just misjudged it slightly, hasn't he? So, yeah, because, you know, he's no, never going to get near it if he just finds that corner. So that was def- that was a massive let off. And as much as everyone's talking about the post ones, because that always obviously sounds closer, that was a big one for me. And if they get that goal so quickly into the second half, I think we then find it difficult to pick up again. Um, I really do. So that was a big moment, big let off. But I thought we earned that run of the green, to be fair. And we, did, did. we did have a few corners after that. We had a flurry of them, but we didn't really just make most of the, the most of it. And it still concerns me about our, our set pieces at the moment. It feels... Both ends. Yeah, both ends, of course. Not great. I mean, contrast that with um, James Ward-Prowse, who, whose corners are unbelievable. I think he's got two assists from corners alone. Thank God he didn't play in that opening game, by the way. Thank God he did. Oh. We would have got... I mean, his delivery, but we, yeah. we seemingly cut... We seemingly can't emulate. Do we know if Sinister is any good at set pieces, free kicks? Yeah, I've got I've got a feeling he does take them, so okay. that that will help um, for sure. That will definitely definitely help us. But yeah, I, it's a weird one because I don't think um, you know stat wise it doesn't look like horrific from set pieces defensively. But I'm still feeling like they're always winning the header. A lot of them are coming in, they just enter over the bar, so you all go happy days. But really, go they won the header again, yeah, that's the... um, which is frustrating. But it's it's something I and only said it um, back in pre-season, didn't he? We know that's something we've got to work on. But I've also got to implement a new style, so it's it's difficult. But yeah, I'm hoping that we'll we'll get a little bit stronger from from that side of things. And as I say, going back to that early one, I do think that's why Neto's trying to preempt the set piece, yeah, because he's thinking we're struggling so much here. I need to take responsibility, but is what it is. But yeah. Um, they were causing us a few problems, but as I said, Matt, I did, I did always feel like we would get them opportunities on the break. Yeah. I did, and now we're showing slowly we've got a bit more of a bench now to impact games, and yeah. that is so key. Absolutely. So Wissa hit the post. He uh, he beats Sanessi. as low. He hit the outside of the post. I never really. I that wasn't says, that close. I know it says no. they, they hit the woodwork three times. That sounds really dramatic. I think twice would be the worrying moments because that one really. That was the one that looked like it was going wide and yeah. touched the post, whereas the others looked like they were going... But I suppose, you know, for Brentford, if yeah. you're a Brentford fan, you're thinking, well, if you just put it two inches to the right. And then... Um, every inch counts, then. Every inch counts. Match timeline, then. We'll take a look at this, because this is where the substitutions start uh, to happen. A uh, couple of fans have suggested that the... Obviously, we get three windows, a yeah. maximum of five. Yeah. And the use of those windows, in hindsight, they're saying it was very poor. We're only saying that because because of Kirkes at the very end, which we'll come on to. Yeah, if that well, hadn't happened, happened we wouldn't necessarily be talking about it. But David Brooks yeah. came on. And, uh, yeah, Semenyo, Semenyo was the one to make way. Later on, we have Tavernier coming on. And then, of course, at the end, Chris Meppham. Now, when Brooks come on, it, hmm. he... He's a funny one because in two games he's played now, he's had two brilliant moments, but then he's had moments before that that I kind of think, Brooksy, what are you doing? And he gave the ball away uh, and it culminated in that chance at the far post that somehow went on to the other post. Who was it at the far post? Uh, Keen Lewis Potter. That's right, Keen Lewis Potter. Just come on. The ball came across, I don't know where he fired it or or what part of the body came off. I wonder if, obviously we didn't see all the replays because it didn't go in. I wonder if he might have been offside actually. 
Now, I think they said that on some of the highlights. He doesn't look like it would be close anyway. But yeah, it's one of them ones. He gets connection on it, but it just goes horribly for him. And to be fair to Meto, you see him put his hands out and then he thinks, on leaving that, yeah, he's out of the cross goal. If he touches it, it's an angle. Because he's just going to hit him and go in. So yeah, give him a little bit of a shout for that. But yeah, I agree, mate, in the Brooksy thing. I mean, obviously, we don't do second looks for the cup games. Um, can't be we not have any time. But a lot of people, which I, I get, by the way, he scored a brilliant moment for him in the week, especially in Wales, being the captain, blah, blah, blah. But honestly, we went to the game and everyone at half time was going, There's no way Brooks comes back out. He was appalling. He was he was he went he went for a one out of ten to a nine out of ten in that game. And again in that one, he gives the ball away. But with David Brooks, and that's why Andoni is the gaffer and kept him on on uh, Tuesday night, he's got moments. He's got moments of brilliance. Um and I, I got bringing him on for sure. But the um the shout to bring Tav on as well was was obviously crucial. That goal though, that goal reminds me again of the Forest goal that uh, Jaden Anthony scored. Oh yeah. So it it was a long raking ball. It was Chrissy that found uh well tried to find Tavernier, but then that back pass was was awful. Tavernier freshly onto the pitch, capitalised on it from where I was. I didn't even see Brooksy run down the right. Didn't see. No, I thought Tav's going to shoot. And I thought Tavernier's going to go for it, but. He um yeah it was good from he tough. found he found Brooks and composure mate the finish is so underrated in exactly. my opinion composure mate he's a bit of first time with his right yeah and if he but if he takes that touch and the keeper doesn't move and he misses everyone's going you idiot why are you taking the touch but he knew what he was doing he's got that cleverness about him I was delighted for it Hims, mate. oh it was unbelievable but also but you talk about the subs and you just mentioned that we'll come on to about oh did he use the windows well well I'll tell you what. If Tavernier hadn't come on, this is no disrespect to Cliver, by the way. Yeah. But if you played 70 minutes in that heat with the way we were playing, I don't think you're putting as much pressure on Rico Henry, I think, was the fullback. Yeah. Tav did. So even though it's a massive error from their fullback, he's got Tav breathing down his neck. Yeah. Because Tav's fresh. He's just come on the pitch. Yeah. He's charging him down. I think if someone is chased off that ball that's been on for 70 minutes, I don't think he's... I think he's almost not giving up, you know what I mean? Um, and that was key and oh man I can believe it I thought oh my god we're winning the game yeah the atmosphere was unbelievable David Brooks is um, obviously um, I'm sure you'd have watched the match of the day where they must have spoke about like David Brooks's first Premier League goal after beating cancer and stuff at what? no I mean the commentator mentioned it but the actual when they went back to the studio you know normally when they go out of the studio they talk about Bournemouth for about 10 seconds so you make a little yeah. joke about it so I thought oh, I'll get ready to make a joke about match of the day and how much they talked about it so I thought Oh, it can because they didn't say anything. Is it say anything <laughs> I mean, at all? Well, firstly, um, Lilico called Brentford Brighton. Oh, he did originally, did he? Oh, God. But yeah, they don't really mention us. It's quite funny. But yeah, um, absolutely buzzing for him. Absolutely. What a week. It's so weird. That the way he, that first 45 against Swansea, if you had told me the week he ended up having, incredible. I mean, he's had that uh, 100 appearances or whatever it was. The captaincy in Wales, scoring first goal back, then scoring the Premier League goal. Absolutely buzzing for him and uh, just buzzing to see him coming on and looking sharper, having a little bit more strength around. I felt last season when he came back for a few little cameos. It's going to take a while, isn't it? It's going to take a while. I actually, I think I remember talking to you about it, that the Everton game on the very last day was the first time I thought, oh, he looked a little bit sharper actually in the little, in the little uh, time he played. And I think, yeah, he's just getting that strength back now. And yeah, he's going to international duty, mate. So yeah, really, really pleased for him. And um, yeah, just a, he will add numbers. Whether it only be for he's only coming on the pitch for 15 minutes or whatever, he will score goals. Yeah. And that's crucial because we missed that um, last year. We need goals from midfield. So yeah, buzzing for Brooksy, mate. So we bought on Mepham uh, earlier in the game. They bought in Collins. Collins was was the one who kind of, if you can call it an assist, I don't know, but it was a long ball. And then Kirkes. 
Oh, man. He just threw himself at that ball thinking he was going to win it. He sort of went over it and then it fell to Mbwemo. And this is where this is where you could argue the case that some people say at a full time, like we needed Lloyd Kelly in that position to be a second back <laughs> because then he might have been able to get back in time to Maybe. put a challenge in. But Mbwemo, as, as all good forwards do, despite the miss earlier in the game, he bared down on Neto and then, yeah, slotted in. Yeah. And oh, it was gutting, mate. It was gutting. It was gutted. It goes back to what we spoke about at the start that, yes, we uh, they they definitely deserve some account of the game for all the chance they had. But if you're winning with a couple of minutes to go, you wouldn't take it. You don't take a draw, do you? So, yeah, gutted. Kirkez is too eager. Um, he's been, by the way, incredible this season. Probably the one thing he's done wrong all season. Um, he just, because of the time of player he is, he just wants to win the ball so much when really. If he just steps off him and when has got the ball back in the goal, we're back in our shape. But equally, you know, you say about the Kenny thing, etc. You could say if Neto kicks the ball into one of the channels rather than straight down the middle, yeah. uh, because it's from our goal kick. You know, there's loads of different things that, that culminate to the goal. But yeah, ultimately, Kirkes should back off there. And yeah, the sub thing. But equally, because Kirkes was fine at the time he made that last sub. If Imagine if we had bought Smith was available, by the way. Great to see that Smith and Tav are both back on the bench. If he brings on Adam Smith for Kirkes at 2-1, everyone would have lost their head. So it's easy, and I would say, isn't it? We didn't, you, there's none of us thought, let's take Kirkes off. It just so happened that a couple of minutes later, he kind of felt something and would have made it come off. But it is what it is, mate. He was distraught. Oh, he, he was, was gutted. He was gutted. Um, he's been, honestly, he's been exemplary every single game. He's made, And that is the Premier League for you. He's made one misjudgment and they've scored from it. It is what it is. But um, he had a great game apart from that. And, yeah, it was disappointing, but I think, and after, don't get me wrong, mate, I was absolutely gutted. I don't think I looked back up no. for the rest of the game. I was heading out. I was so gutted for the for the lads and for, for Andoni. And it's that, it's not only the first win, it would have been the Gaffer's first win. It would have been a real statement, I think. Brentford are notoriously bloody hard to beat at home. It would have been a hell of a statement. So I was just devastated for the lads, but look back on it and you know, reflect a little bit and you go, that is a massive point from us, mate. It's a massive point. They are a good side. They're a really, They're good, really good side. Uh, they'll be top half, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They'll be, they'll be top half. The, uh, if you're watching on YouTube, we've got the average positions and the heat maps being shown on screen. Whilst whilst they are on screen, is this... Is the way we play, mm. it relies on having a having a decent squad, is it? Because it seems like we're running out of steam after about 70, 75 minutes, quite a lot. And at yeah. the moment, I just don't think we perhaps got the yeah. the squad to cope, perhaps. Yeah, that's, that's why having bringing on only three subs, I was quite surprised because there's yeah. been a few tired legs out there. Yeah, no, I probably agree with that. And that's a, that's a fair point. I think, um, it as, as we said about the goal, it proves that the squad's getting there because you can make two subs that can, that can then impact the game as they did with an assist and a goal. But... I always go back to the Liverpool one, I think it's a good way of looking at it, is we, they went down to 10 men, and that's when you think, right, we're in this game, but we had died by that point. And I remember like Rothfeld down his feet, and he had to put Sonassi into midfield, because he's looking at his bench, no disrespect to these players, and he's going, Greenwood, Kilkenny, do you know what I mean? Like, but now, we're starting to see very slowly, but you're bringing on some, some better players. But it's a good point you make, that really, do you go... As much as I thought Lewis was good, you go, oh, Rothwell, let's get Rothwell on there. Let's a bit freshen it up a little bit. Difficult, a difficult one in hindsight, maybe. And only thinks, oh, I could have brought some more legs on. Maybe. I, I do think the way where we play, though, will see us get a lot more out of the team, say, below eighth place. Yeah. Where, where the league's pretty much equal. Yeah, yeah. You could say that there are some weaker teams in this league, of course. But mm. I do feel as though the way we play could 
enable us to get those results over those teams that we didn't, you know, get results against last season. Yeah. I, I honestly think that we could blow some teams away. And it's it's it is really exciting. And it's I'm glad actually that Bournemouth fans have got this kind of calmness about things yeah. because we can see that there's stuff going on. Yeah. And this time that you know there is a there well there is a project that we can see slowly coming to fruition. Yeah. You know, the border backing area, of course, with the signings that they're making. So we all know that good things are around the corner. I think you said that you saw a tweet from, was it Alex Deutsch or someone who sort of made the comparison of a, a PlayStation or something? Yeah, <laughs> because of the new signings. I think it was Alex Deutsch who does some banging tweets. But yeah, he tweeted. It was something about that if you get a PlayStation for Christmas, yeah. but you're at your nan's house for Christmas and she ain't got, she, you, she got a new PlayStation game. So you want to play it on Christmas Day, but you're at your nan's and she ain't got a PlayStation. She got wait. And that's what it feels like. We've got these players that we want to get going. And uh, yeah, with uh, Alex Scott, Tyler Adams in particular, and now Sinistera. So yeah, it is exciting. Um, and I'm looking forward to it. But yeah, it's it's going to take a little bit of time, as, as you're saying. I, I'm intrigued also to see, you think of the teams we've played all very front foot. Um, you can maybe argue the West Ham one, not so much. But I'm intrigued to see when we're playing, say, New Everton's not is not too far away, um, who are obviously struggling. They will allow us, they'll sit back so it won't be as easy to counter on them because they'll be deeper and they'll low block and they'll kind of let us have the ball how we manipulate that how we and I think you'll see people like Billing in particular getting on the ball more and he can impact the game in a different way so yeah and I think then you'll see Aaron's and Kirkes getting forward a lot more as well and a uh, little shout out to Aaron's because I thought he had a very very good game yeah. very good game at right back he probably won't get looked at as much because of some of the attacking stuff but I thought Aaron's was, was really strong at right back You'd think our high line would maybe entice those types of teams to counter-attack and come forward every so often when, when yeah. they can, but then hopefully we can get straight back at them when they counter, because there will be gaps, but yeah, just a case of picking our moments, exploiting them, etc. So, who scored do their man of the match based on stats during the game? Do you want to hazard a guess oh. at uh, the Bournemouth player that yeah. scored the highest rating? Well, I'd lo- I think we both said that I would have gave it to Christy man of the match, but rating-wise, I'm just trying to think of who would have um, pass completion and all that stuff. Or who would I go for? Who would have got a high rate? I think Billing got quite well. Well, let me take you out of your misery. The highest rate player was Christie. Oh, oh yeah, it was, yes. Just ahead of Billing, by the Just ahead of Billing. And then Solanke. Um, obviously, Brooks gets a good one as well when it comes on. But um, yeah, that kind of all makes sense. Um, yeah, I kind of get that. I actually thought Lewis would be a little bit higher. Mm. Um, and Antoine as well. And who was there? Yeah, I, I was going to say to you, I thought Jensen. In that midfield, not in the goal. I thought he looked really, a real player for them in the middle of the park. What so, does um, he mean by Kirkhead? Do you think that means error or something? Yeah, error. Is that what it means? Yes. Oh. Yes, because Rico Henry's got one who made the error for the R second goal. So, so really, if you if you look at the goals that have been gifted by both sides, we we probably won one nil. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Yeah, both, like because both of their goals were were gifts were from us individually. You know, first one, Neto. Second one, Kirkers. Yeah. Of course, one of theirs was an error. But, so Dom Solanke basically won the game 1-0, yeah? Yeah, I'll take it. That's it. Move on. Yeah, no, I enjoyed it, mate. Uh, let's compare this with um, the Telegram ratings. I suppose you're wondering what Telegram is, yeah? You're not, are you? I'm not, yeah. So, look, here's a, here's a little preview of what Tom, well, there you can see on screen. Tom casually rocking up in the morning. When you've had a chance to chill out, oh, it's yeah. not the... Kind of raw reaction, but look, um, to anyone that supports back of the net financially for as little as £3 a month, honestly, we so appreciate that because it goes a long yeah. way to help us put out what we do at the regularity that we do. We've had a video every day 
since the start of the season. We might take a couple of days off during the international break, but oh. we're going to be at it constantly. Yeah. Um, but we also fire this player ratings video to anyone that's uh, donating monthly um, on Telegram, which is like a trendy WhatsApp. So that's our chat community. We've got loads of people on there. It's a really nice, safe, secure space for people to chat, Sherry's, and Sunday mornings or after every game, including Swansea. Yeah, done Swansea. Tom drops his sort of t- 10 minutes or so player ratings. Mm. Christy, yeah. your mum. Yes, he was. I... Or Pong, as it's uh, supposed to yeah, be. Yeah, as a player of the match. Yeah, he was. Um... I think I, yeah, I made a, a few shouts in there, like I say, for, for errands. Obviously, Brooksy coming on and doing what he did. Um, and yeah, I, I wanted to, obviously, Dom. I think Dom was probably closest, actually, to being the next one because of the way he ran that line. But there wasn't anyone that was, obviously, we made the points that we've already made about Neto in there. And as I say, I don't know if it's because I, I really rate the guy, but I just feel like Sinesi's looked a little bit shaky in the last two. That, that's including Swansea, by the way, um, if you weren't there. Zabs, do you think he was a... Um, I, right? I think with Zab, he does. There was a few times where they broke away, and he was so high that you thought, "Oh, they're in." But he puts his body across well. He's mm-hmm. bigger. I'm quite. Happy. I'm more comfortable with Zab at the moment. I think Sinesi is better on the ball and makes some really good passes, as we saw for the Dom goal. But just looks a little bit uh, shaky at the moment. Um, but to his credit, he's going away with the World Cup winners, mate. So he's obviously he is a hell of a player. But um, yeah, it. I just felt like this week he's he's not been to his top top standards. Um, I would say, but. Yeah, when I do them player ratings the next morning, what I do is on my notes, straight after the game, I put on my notes what I'm going to give them. And then in the morning, I see how much different I'm thinking to what I thought straight after the game. And it does change a lot. It does change quite a lot on all of them. Because I go, actually, you know, sometimes I netto one. And then I'm like, well, hang on. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Just, um, yeah, calm it down a little bit. But um, yeah, I think it was only really netto, as we obviously said, and Celestia was a little bit under par. I think Lewis is not his role, but I thought he'd done okay to me. He did, yeah. In terms of Lloyd Kelly, I think Andoni Ariola at the end of the game suggested that he wasn't in the right headspace. Yeah. And, but I think we could have benefited from him. I mean, because they are very pacey in Buevo. Yeah. And, um, you know, some of the other as well. Uh, you know, they are quick. I and mean, sometimes you think, Sinesi, I know that you've said he's sometimes got that sharpness in his head to sort of, Mm. Um, read it a little bit yeah read it more I do feel as though he didn't show that on this particular game and we could have benefited maybe. with just maybe but you know like I say the first goal is is the first goal is an error from Neto and then the, the second goal you know we don't know what position Kenny would be in but he wouldn't have been expecting Kirkus to do what he did anyway I wouldn't have thought so I don't think it immediately impacted the game but um, I appreciate the points from his pace um, I just think it was probably easier in this circumstance to leave out Kelly because it's easy to say well he's been with transfer rumours so I left him out but he didn't leave Keith Moore out and that's because we haven't got anyone else on the bench that could be a striker oh, we've, Whereas we've got Mepham and we've got Smith now so we can afford to go oh Kenny just take one out are we just doing that thing I think we always did it with Dan Gosling like whenever Dan Gosling wasn't in the team oh god we need Dan Gosling yeah. then you have a poor game and then he'd be out again. He's yeah. Like, oh yeah, we need Dan Gosling. Oh no, he shouldn't be playing. Like every week, there's this kind of yin and yang with him, and that's that's the kind of player that Lloyd Kelly is. Sometimes he has brilliant games, sometimes he doesn't. Felt felt as though we could have benefited from, but if his mind wasn't on it, of course, it was the right call. And look, we were we were minutes away from you coming away with a with a big big win. Which Thomas Frank said, if we play this game a hundred times, we win it ninety eight times. We probably draw one which was today, and we lose one as well. Honestly, his post-match interviews are very difficult to watch. I watched the Brentford 
He's a weird character, isn't he? Constantly Very weird, weird character. Like, no eye contact. He's constantly, like, looking around. Always he's bouncy. He's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, he's very bouncy. These, these ridiculous stats, like, 990 times out of a thousand. He said something else. Yeah. Like, he's constantly doing this. He said, the G-Tech was rocking and bouncing. Nah, he lost me there. That's when he lost me, obviously. We'll, uh, we won't get too much weight. First, oh, wait, they just <laughs> call it, uh, just call it, what it, what it, the G, the G-Tech. I mean, I know that's the sponsorship name, but... Yeah, but... The <laughs> that just made me laugh. But rocking and bouncing? Yeah. I don't think it was. Well, the away end wasn't too bad. Um, but yeah, I, I appreciate that he's he's the Brentford manager. He's not good. He doesn't care what um, Bournemouth think of it. And I get his point. They had so, they had so many charges hit the woodwork loads of times. He's going to say they should win the game. But yeah, um, I was. that was the only thing about... We'll talk about it on the away day show. But that was the only thing that actually disappointed me, that the G-Tech was not rocking, was not bouncing. And I think... It deserved to be more because their team played really, really good football, and I was surprised because last season I remember thinking it's quite decent out there, yeah. and they were silent. And yeah, was, which was a bit of a surprise, but you know, maybe that's credit to us because we silenced them a little bit because we we performed relatively well. Yeah, the away days show. Look, it's international break, so we might space out a mm. bit of the content. We'll have the Premier League show, of course, yep. coming out on Tuesday evening, and then we'll probably pop the away day show out on Thursday. Or something like that, and that and, and that's an interesting one because um, I do I do like their stadium. I do sort of wonder yeah. whether they're gonna even outgrow that, despite the fact it's brand new. I don't know how much no. scope they have to expanding it, but in terms of the in terms of the atmosphere there, yeah, really interesting. Yeah. Mark Jackson, it was his first one. We'll we'll see what his wow factor was. Tom, we said we'd try to keep these second looks only about half an hour. We've gone, we've been going fifty or so minutes, but. It deserves it this game, though. I think it did because there was so much to, yeah. to sort of take out of it. Really, I thought it was a really, a really good game. Yeah, really good game for the neutral. A bit like their match against Spurs. I think uh, Brentford. That is, of course, not. Um... Yeah, yeah. I think you've got to. Um, obviously, we're going to always do the Bournemouth slam, but I think you have got to give give credit to Brentford because if if they're on uh, Teddy, I think oh, they were in the Tottenham game. I normally think, oh, that'd be a good game. Do you know what I mean? Uh, similarly to Brighton, I think Brighton, obviously, that little bit. Level, but they do play good football. They're really good to watch. So credit to them for that. And um, yeah, but I felt like uh, I was just excited. It was just exciting to see us go toe to toe. Yes, it, you're going to get caught, and that's why they had so many chances. But so, oh, if we could have gone there, sat deep like we did last season, and just lose one or two nil, what's the point? So yeah, really enjoyed it, mate. It's promising signs. And weirdly, even though we don't enjoy it, it's probably a good thing for us. We can get some bodies back, do some bits on the training pitch. As much as a lot of them are going to go away, and please, none of you get injured. Um, yeah, I think it's probably come at a good time and uh, Andoni can reflect and look at a few bits and yeah, we'll be absolutely fine now. I'm looking forward to coming back all refreshed, everyone available, let's have it. If you've uh, enjoyed what you've watched, we'd appreciate it if uh, you hit the like button. If you're listening on the podcast, we'd appreciate a review actually on your podcast app, whether it's Spotify or on Apple Podcasts or whatever. It really, really helps boost the profile of the pod. It's been a pleasure. By the way, what content do you want this week? Obviously, Wayday Show. Premier League show to come. Is there anything else you want? Let us know in the comments if you want something in particular. Tom, it's been a pleasure. Hand indeed, mate. Yeah, really enjoyed it. And it's, yeah, it's nice to have these are mostly feel positively despite not having that first win yet. But it's round the corner. It's round the corner. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the next one.
Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.